Hey everybody, this is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. We really got a special episode tonight, but I want to give a shout out first of all to our main sponsors, Rising Sons, the award-winning brewery in Cork. Please check it out if you're in Cork. Tell them that Richie sent you and you won't get a free beer. Uh, Pat, thanks for joining me as well. Absolutely, guys. Looking forward to this one. Big fan of the band, as you know, so yeah, happy guys. Uh, looking forward to it. So I've got Rome Kingdom in the house. I've got Dave, Andrew, Noel, and Mark. Thanks for joining us, lads. Are we privileged enough to know that you've never done anything like this before? Like this is your first time. Yeah, it's your yeah. first time. Yeah. You'll have to go easy on him, Pat. Privilege, <laughs> not a chance. Yeah, we do the opposite. Fucking terrible. Always hand to someone, guys. That's it. You're answering all the questions. <laughs> We've been hardcore getting questions ready for this for like what four days, Pat? Yeah, oh, easy, lads. I mean, we won't scare you, but look at this. Hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've got something else to do, lads. <laughs> 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 I'm going to send you I bring these two sheets out for everything I do, there's nothing on them. <laughs> <laughs> He's only showing off. Okay, I'm going to start it with a really easy question, okay, lads? For those that don't know too much about Round Kingdom, maybe you can just say uh, how you were formed and what drew you together to make music. Easy one. Yeah, so simply basically myself and David met when um, we were 24, myself and Mark met when we were about 16, and I met Greg when I was playing in August for about four years. And in 2014, we were in a band, myself and Dave, that kind of had split up called Killer Lazarus. It was kind of like a progressive, rocky kind of thing. And we decided we wanted to continue on doing something different. And we wanted to go a bit more heavy, do something more, you know. I was trying to ram the kind of scream ice, ice cold the loon, kind yeah. of shit down your throat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we, we, Mark was free to be in the band then, so I asked him, and he said, yeah. And, um, I was keeping my eye on them. That was a big fan. <laughs> I was the big fan of Killing the Leathers. And um, cool. when they split up, I was just like, my turn. <laughs> 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 so I uh, had a word, and we, we set up a few jams, and yeah, things seemed to just gel straight off the bat. Mm-hmm. And, and, you, that, and where were you located? All in draw at that stage, lads, yeah? Uh, yeah, so I, yeah, I was Drada, Mark had been Drada, Dave was in Swords. We, we met through a mutual friend of ours, we were about 24. So it was initially, we were going to all majority Drada, yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That was, it was easy to get together, so lads. Was it reverse and fuck around a bit? Um, Probably uh, local. Is it ever easy to get four lads together once a sure. week? You know sure. what I mean? Yeah. Unless you bring beers, like exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah so, and there, that's actually another good aspect of it was trying, you know, in the beginning, like jamming as young people, I said, we're probably speaking for all of you here, like, you know, it was always about the drinking and the crack. Mm. But then yeah. as you get older, it's trying to be kind of more methodical and passionate and trying to be like, okay, this isn't about the drink. It's not the party. What yeah. is it about? It's something a bit more serious. Mm. And I think we took that into Round Kingdom as well later as well. So that's what bands were you looking at on the scene back then, lads? Maybe just even Irish bands that, that were around at the time that you were kind of going, fuck it. We'd love to get a get on a bill with those. At the time, well, like 2014? Yeah. Around then, Jesus. I don't even think we were thinking. I don't even no. think we were thinking that kind of big, Richie, if you like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think it was, we wanted to do something totally different. Mm. 
against the grain of what we were kind of used to yeah, audio a lot of those a lot of the kind of bands in that sort of genre don't really fucking come here as well Richie so okay you know what I mean like sometimes they do but but even Dave like 2014 had your your sound sort of developed at that stage did you know have you an idea where you were going with it was that post metal sludgy sound always going to be there yeah yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, there was a before we got together to do the first kind of rehearsals. There, there was a concept, there was an idea that we had spoken about. All right, um, to try and sculpt something, to try and make a Ram Kingdom, and not hmm. it, it, and how to, how to, how to kind of pull all, all our different skill sets together, all our different kind of musical yeah. kind of influences together, and to try to create something rather than just be. Let's get to play. Just plug in and kind of go. Oh, this sounds great. Yeah, play that. It was trying to pull the reins in on an idea. Right, I think. Generic. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Trying to not be like a four-four bar kind of thing going on. So, um, yeah, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, it was mm. different. Yeah, it was different. We tried at the beginning. Mm. We're still trying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you settled on the name. Had you just the name Rome? Is it? We did actually. Yeah, and then we realized that was taken. Okay. So, uh, yeah, then we kind of came up with a whole concept for the whole Round Kingdom thing then. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That, that took a couple of months after we had started rehearsing that right. sided with Round Kingdom. And mm-hmm. um, Round being uh, the 36th demon of the, the lesser key of Solomon, Alistair Crowley. <laughs> <laughs> Class. Demonic, demonic weird shit that they're into. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Did you know it? I just got a book yesterday. I ordered it with all the all the emblems and symbols. You know, you know the <laughs> symbol with the R A U M on it. Yeah, that's right. Got it fucking two hundred of those symbols, all the magic symbols. It's amazing, actually. It's there in the yeah. back. At, well, the back path wall. Oh, back path there. Yeah, it's actually you're right, lads. It's just there. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one. That's, that's the one. And Greg, you got kicked out of the Hellfire Club then because of that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sorry, I won't interrupt anymore. <laughs> but clear lads, as you said, there 2014 sort of you were together, you know, and I know you put out the split. Which all we expected and stuff, but when everything in you know, nothing, which I showed you earlier, when, when that finally came out, was that the pinnacle point for you? Did it actually define your sound? Were you saying, yeah, we fucking nailed it, that's us? Hell of a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, well, go on. Yeah. I, I think we, we threw everything at that. We threw, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we threw a lot at that. And the respect that the writing process we had for that and also. The freedom we had in order to express what we wanted to do through that yeah. was also it was it was amazing, but it was also hindering at the same time because it we were given so much freedom to do what we wanted with it. Mm-hmm. It, it it kind of it kind of took a, a a path of its own nearly, and the idea was to try and push for me personally was to try and push all the different kind of um our 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 our, our good side and our bad side. And try and navigate and have a look at a lot of different kind of uh, ideas and styles okay. and see what we could and couldn't do mm-hmm. and then yeah so then what was it, it felt like it at the time was yeah. it the, the be all and end all but um but it's still a fucking crushing record still yeah. like you know uh, people still talk about it a lot you know within the circles i'd be trying to facebook groups there and stuff online and all these post metal groups and everything and nothing is always always 
mentioned at some stage. You know, it's, it's Isn't that class like, in fairness? Like. Mm. Mm. So look, let's talk about uh, your relationship with uh, Johnny Kerr and Dead Dog Studios. Oh, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> joke! Johnny's a legend. Yeah, go on, tell us about how did you meet him? Was he always around the scene at the time, lads? Or yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I met Johnny when I was about 15, 16. He was playing in bands. And- he was always on a peripheral, uh, and then he had Dead Dog Studios, and I think he ended up kind of, he was like the fifth member of Round Kingdom for like oh, 14 to 2018 before the place closed down, you know. Yeah, you need a guy like that for the scene, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I That's think he was, it. I love his band, his band is called Fuck Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I actually played a gig, one gig with Buckhammer as a bass player, and then they were. Yeah, yeah, Dave. I think they have new stuff on the way, Richie. Have they? Yeah, because he's been sending me kind of snippets and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And is Johnny still with Orcus as well? No. Or yeah, he... yeah, he's still with us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite what the previous videos of the gig in Galway and Dublin say, he's still in Orcus. Yeah. <laughs> we did a little. We did a little. Uh, Abaddon Incarnate, a few gigs with those guys a while ago. And That's right, yeah, I saw that. Johnny had organised all the time off work and stuff, but he works for a lot of cunts, if I can say that. They gave him the time off and then they decided he wasn't having it, so just kind of dropped us in the shit, so we just said, fuck it, we're going to do it anyway. As a, well, four-piece? Yeah, four-piece, because we're a five-piece. But uh, yeah, no, he's doing good. He's playing away and still recording a little bit at home. He, he lost his studio, so he's... He's kind of not doing as much of that stuff as he was. Yeah, he's working a full time job, same as same as everybody else. Like, mm. he's good. He's good. He did immense work on that. He did. Yeah, yeah he did. Immense. And that that, that going back to everything and nothing. We had done a deal with him, and it was such a great deal. It was all. It was so. It was detrimental <laughs> to some aspects because it was just like <laughs> to his I mental health <laughs> and our mental health as well. it was, you know you've all the time in the world to do what you want it was like alright okay and that's, that's dangerous that's dangerous yeah. 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 I would have loved to have that experience as a 16 year old because I learned so much from that that then whatever three months we were doing or whatever He's a kind of he's like a dog with a bone when it comes to recording yeah. records for people because he doesn't he was kind of doing it on a semi-pro basis and when it, when it was mates he was the same with us well because when we went to record first of all when he wasn't in air band either he mm. just says like yeah yeah I'll do that and then two months later you're still doing it and he's still sending you mixes at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> of the first track he did it's the seventh <laughs> mix with a completely different guitar tone and you're just like it's, it goes on and on and on because yeah. he's just so dedicated to it and he spends so much time and if you don't have a deadline you're yeah. going to be doing it in a year and a half it's still you know what I mean yeah. because it's mates as well I think if another band comes in I know 10 Ton Slug did some recording that's right but they just came in stayed with them for two or three days got their mixes and then they were gone you yeah. know that's that would suit them better I think than working with us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the huge big record company five star Take as long time as, as long as you yeah. want. Yeah, that was the kind of process for us. Like it was, you don't get that. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? everything, everything, nothing. Like as you said, there's so much work went into it at that time. 
But that scene wasn't really the biggest in Ireland. Sure, it was. I mean, the sludge scene wasn't really. Still isn't. Yeah, okay. and still and still isn't like so. Did you have to look abroad to try and define the band and get the band's name out there? Was there a bit of work involved in in pushing it beyond Ireland? Yeah. So uh, there was a guy from Portugal kind of contacted me um, for sort of like press releases and getting us out there for for reviews and uh, viral propagandas. The chaps. The, okay company name or whatever but yeah. he, he did some serious fucking work for us yeah. on, on the first EP and uh, everything and nothing as well you know mm-hmm. it's not easy or, like is it to get the break yeah, like, or do, yeah. there's so many bands doing it at the moment like yeah. in that whole post metal scene it's fucking flooded like no you need to be talented like, to get to get seen like don't you yeah 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 you know you, you obviously Follow the whole post metal thing fairly closely. Yeah. Big I, I would like be big into the scene, yeah, especially the post rock, post metal, right. post heart. You fucking it. There's so many genres now. Yeah, it is. It is track like you got the uh, dunk every year, don't you? I do, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Richie's coming this year, believe it or not. Oh, right, 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 <laughs> I'm going for yeah. the Belgian beers and the whole Belgian experience more than the fucking <laughs> post metal. <laughs> but, but that's what I told the wife anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah. It is something special though. And come here, it's something that she would fucking try that. I, yeah, I, you know, yeah, I'd yeah. love to see someone like from yourselves at that. Or yeah, Arctangent or something like that, one of those festivals, you know? Yeah, yeah, that'd be brilliant. Which actually makes me think, do you get hit up for festivals at all or what's happening? Not as of yet, Pat, no. No? No. Maybe this album will change it, like Monarch will fucking change it. Well, you know, look, we'll have this out and that's why Pat's on it anyway, because Pat's going to put it on his own Smashing Skull sessions. That'll open it up to all the European and international bands that follow the show as well. So he'll have good exposure Ah. anyway. Yeah, yeah out of it, you know. So Good. while we're on everything and nothing, I just want to talk about how Mia Govanoni is it? Uh, G- Giovanni, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mia Giovanni. Yeah. How did that relationship come about? I know she's in. Oh, what's? Mar- yes, yes, yes. I like, want to be fan of of her band. Is it or yeah, what I, fell, I fell in love with that album, and uh, okay. I just said it to the lads. Jesus, I wonder if I threw her a message, you know? And sure enough, I threw her a message, and she said, "Yeah." So that was it. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Simple as that, like, I love stories like that. That's cool, because, like, I sent her on uh, the version with me doing her vocals, if you like, you know? Okay. And she kind of just copied it, but then put a little bit of twang to it herself, yeah. you know what I mean? So when we were listening to it with We Johnny, she actually had more Irishisms down in her accent than Dave did singing the song. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. There was a decision to be made there, so to keep Dave or take her on was yeah. that. <laughs> I looked at their stuff because I never heard of them before, and I thought I thought her lyrics, um, Dave, were, were similar enough to yours. Yeah, she doesn't write the lyrics. I think the guitarist writes them in uh, mm. in but uh, yeah, they are kind of similar actually. Yeah, they're, yeah, all, yeah. they're kind of more witchcrafty sort of lyrics, and I think. Mm. But I mean, she did some job on the on winter, like it's oh, yeah, incredible. Fantastic. fantastic. And how many back and forths were were there between you before you settled on it? I think there was two. Yeah, I think she, she sent over one, and for me, I was blown away. But I was I kind of wrote back to her and said, if you could just do two little extra things, that was it. Mm-hmm. That was it, man. I think she like she has her own studio and everything, so it was pretty easy. 
I suppose you don't want to be getting too involved either. They're, they're telling her what to do with the type of thing. They had their own sound. Exactly. You know yeah. what they want, and that's what you're there for. You're yeah, really yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, but no. Can we just, I don't mind, but you want to talk about Monarch there for a minute? Yep. Cool. That album, like, I was just wrote down here, like, it feeds off contrasting passages as a darkness and light, right? You go from very melodic, gentle areas to big fucking crushing, crushing riffs. Is it a follow-up to everything or nothing? Or is this something you think is another step forward? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is this where you wanted to go next? The song that you've come up with with Monarch? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So ever uh, as we previously stated, like I mean, everything, nothing, everything was put into that. We had nothing in the yeah. time, mm. and this was a fresh slate, a fresh start. Um, and the way it was approached would have been playing to our strengths from what we had learned from everything and nothing. So mm. it's, it's it's definitely and it's also a different mental approach to how to actually write the songs and yeah get it across on a plate as such. So yeah, 100%, yeah, it's, it's something new. It's something... Like, do, do you try and play on the contrast, like, or do you just let the songs d- develop as they do? Like, are you conscious to say, right, we need a softer part here, we need to bring it down a bit, it's too fucking heavy, we need to... Okay, you know, so... It's never too heavy, but... <laughs> <laughs> well said, well said. That, that whole system of writing is a... Um, it's an expression of the subconscious of what we had learned... And what we experienced. It was muscle memory from everything and nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, and to try and have as little said in the rehearsal space as a collective, the better mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. So the more we tried to write the songs uh, as a group together yeah. without any verbality, you know, coming from our mouths, the more it felt better. Okay. Okay. Whereas okay. before, it would have been very much. Talk about, uh, yeah. What about if we do? <laughs> yeah, where this wasn't. This was trying to. It was like I think I use this analogy. It was like an avalanche. It was once it started. Yeah, and started to kind of just take a, uh, a mind of its own, and it stopped on its own. Okay, okay. That was the kind of way we. I well, I felt it. Yeah, yeah. We approached it. Yeah. I, have a, I have a weird perspective on it because I wasn't on our team. You know, to be yeah, always was. And then I came in kind of towards the end of when the boys had most of the songs mm-hmm. written, mm-hmm. just coming up with ideas and actually trying to go through <clears throat> rehearsing tapes of yeah. what Owens had put down on demos and stuff and trying to hear what his ideas were when we set the chubs were kind of going through stuff. And like, what, what note was he doing there? <laughs> Where was he going here? And, you know, trying to be kind of faithful to what he'd done. Exactly. And, and exactly. then try and throw a little bit of me in there and a little bit of a new idea here. If, if it was needed, I would have But I think that the new one... Monarch is way more cohesive. Mm-hmm. And I know there's shorter songs because there's a lot of really long songs on, on everything and nothing. And yeah. it's it probably, yeah, it's it's probably too easy to say it's more simple, but it's just more structurally. I li- listening to everything and nothing and listening to Monarch to me sounds like two different bands. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It just does a does a kind of a does a shift okay. in the way the songs are written. Uh it, it, Everything and nothing has a kind of long, kind of drawn out, slow passages. Maybe I think the tempo even on on Mono yeah. is a bit more up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it is. But God knows, if there's another one. It could be slow or it could be fast again. <laughs> Sixty BPM. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> but that, that. yeah, but that, that's just where you were at at the time. So basically, that's where your headspace was at. And I suppose, the, like the sudden passing of, of Roman God, like 
he had so much stuff written into this album as well, like, didn't he? I mean, he had a big part in this album, like. It was, yes. Oh, this is like, we, we, we discussed this, I think it was about 90%, yeah. uh, 90% completed in October 2019 with Ronan, so. Wow. Yeah, yeah. As in the concept, the titles, the lyrics, everything, like. Yeah. 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 Wow. Shit. Okay. 2019. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. So that that was the idea. Was we we probably started writing Monarch in January, February 2019. Mm. Um, at 90% of it completed in October, and the idea was, unlike everything and nothing. We wanted to sit on it for a very 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 long time and make sure that we we where we wanted to sit on it for like three months, four months and listen to what we had and kind of go, is this what we want to do? Where everything and nothing wasn't that. It was like writing, finish, that's done. Writing, finish, that's done. Okay, that's good, that's good. Um, and then, of course, in the in the hope that we could release it probably in late 2020. Okay. The universe had other plans. Yeah. Other plans. Exactly. Mm. But just go back to you, Dave, there with your vocals, it's important to kind of vary the tone and texture of your vocal because it helps to narrate the story. Is yeah. that how you see it? Like, do you spend time deciding what parts are clean and what parts are growled even? Um, oh, look, it's not a big part. It's just playing on emotions with me, with, with the, the music, you know? Yeah. Mm. And it depends, I suppose it depends kind of on what I'm saying as well. Like, that's when I might get growly if I'm fucking saying something nasty and vice versa, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah. where does your inspiration come from, Dave, in relation to the story and maybe the melody as well? Melody? Just like, that, like, like what singers do I like and kind of shit like that? Yeah. Uh, I'd be a big Dax Riggs head anyway. <laughs> a big Dax Riggs fan. Same. Um, Maynard, fucking Chino, I suppose. I know Greg loves to call me Chino, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not into new matters, so he is. And then with, with the Growly stuff, the early cult of Luna, I love your man. Yeah, Jonas or whatever it's fucking mm, like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Colin, obviously, Amin Ra. Mm-hmm. I actually messaged him before I could do the whole scream and end of things. I messaged him, I was like, how the fuck do you do it? And he, <laughs> he says to me, just pretend you're having an argument with your girlfriend. Are <laughs> <laughs> you serious? I'm still having it in my fucking in my uh, DMs or whatever. Oh, I might have printed it off, put it in the frame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wise yeah. words, yeah. if there was ever wise words. <laughs> but Dave, I suppose just touching on Richie's talk about your your vocals as well. I, I I get this this Irish tradition sort of Celtic vibe about them, you know, especially when you do the cleaner vocals. Yeah. I think it's probably just in our DNA anyway as Irish people. Like, I think it's probably it? just me dad fucking hammer Ballad, Balladeers of, of yeah. all type of thing. Do you do that in, intentionally or is it just, just in you? Is it just in your style? just happens to it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. There's more, again, from an outside perspective, which yeah. I'm going to have, and an inside one as well, you know. Ooh. I get, and we, we didn't really talk about this much for one night, but I remember putting on a few tunes and it was uh, very Arabic, Little kind of Arabic sounding with those kind of weird little kind of blue notes in the middle. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. actually listening to the record this morning, going for a walk with the dog in the woods, because there's a part in the record I'm still keep fucking up when we're practicing it, so I have to listen to it. And go, <laughs> yeah, what's that bit again? But there's definitely a load of little bits in the record where you're well, kind of wobbly. Yeah. Notes. Right. And I think that could be a little bit 
Irish Channel scene, you know, kind of, that kind of a vibe. Not that it's sounding like a channel singer by any stretch, but you know what I mean? It's definitely that. No, that that's exactly where I come from, though, as well. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah. that runoff in it. Yeah. yeah. The, the kind of, you're in between the notes, you know, the Arabic scale where it's not there or there, it's kind of in, in between, you know. Well done. Fair enough. <laughs> take, take, take the praise, Dave. Take the praise, man. <laughs> he didn't realise that until you told him. Yeah. <laughs> to be all over the next record, won't you? will never sing like that again now. Great <laughs> yeah. notes. James. One note. You just go instrumental, as I'd say, really. <laughs> And on about, we'd say, patriotism, you couldn't have got a better guy to jump in behind the mixing console than our own Shawnee Cads from Cork. Oh, Shawnee, nice. Oh, Shawnee, huh? a pleasure, man. Yeah, and there's another guy now that's probably like Johnny Kerr. I know he's working extensively with Howard from Partilan and the Magna Pina and another guy that's so passionate about his sound and, you know, just how a band should represent themselves from an audio point. Yeah. How did you go to Shawnee rather than, yeah, I it suppose? Was, it was Greg's idea. Yeah. It was Greg's idea. And then I actually watched him being interviewed by yourself and Howard as well. Oh, okay. And yeah, it was Greg's idea, basically. <laughs> yeah, I, I know Shawnee a few years and uh, I played with him in, is it Destriers? Is that how you pronounce that band? Yes. Yeah. And uh, we got him up to Drottler to do a gig with Opus one time and we were chatting away about it, and I was actually going to get Opus to go and do an album with Shawnee. Okay. Uh, but we ended up going to a guy down in Wicklow just for the last thing that we recorded. It was like a small EP. We were just going to go in and do it like in a day, basically, just knock it out, and which is what we did. But when the guy suggested going to record Monarch, he was the first name that came into my mind because it's like, and it wasn't even because. I, I knew, I'd, I'd heard loads of stuff he'd recorded, uh, I liked, but I'd never worked with him in the studio. I just kind of knew that he was a really decent guy. And it was just the music he was into and his knowledge of sort of heavy music from all the different yeah. kind of different genres. You know what I mean? I just knew he'd know. There's a language there that when you go into a recording studio sometimes, and if it's a really expensive studio, an engineer who knows nothing about heavy music, you're fucked. Yeah, you're telling them like, oh yeah, you know, you're, giving them examples of like fucking drum sounds and twist sounds, yeah, and, you know, yeah, and you, yeah. you're paying huge money to people who are. It's probably going to come out and sound extremely clean and extremely nice and really well recorded. But yeah. I think Shawnee just knew how to, and he knew how to deal with us as well. He was really <laughs> patient and just such a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. It's a huge part of it for me. Like I'll definitely record with him again next time yeah. with any band I'm in. He probably won't record us, us again. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's always a fear of coming over polished though, isn't it? That's always a thing I suppose you want to keep it something that just yeah. 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 I think he's like, and it probably sounds really strange, but Kurt Ballou, obviously we all know as, as an amazing engineer in the States recording some of my favourite records ever. We don't have anyone in Ireland hmm. except for Shawnee. Yeah, that, that I know of that would be more into the dark or kind of more yeah. underground shit and showed us more commercial metal producers that mm. I would really be familiar with but Sean the only guy that would do like a black metal band and they do a grindcore band and they yeah. do a doom metal band or a trad metal band or whatever kind of metal you want to do mm. he knows the genre yeah, he does. Exactly. He, he works with yeah. he works uh, hand in hand with Invictus Productions like you can see exactly. all Exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. And we did with him a fair few times with Grief Eater recently as well. And oh, yeah, Unyielding Love, like, to, like you know you know what you're going to get, like. 
Yeah, absolutely. He yeah. decided then I had another guest on the show, Brad Boatwright. Was I just like predicting this fucking passage <laughs> or what? Like <laughs> myself and Howard had Brad on the show as well. And what a fucking decent dude he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was going to deal with man. And actually, it was it was Shawnee who threw his name out there, but I had watched the interview because I'd never heard of him. I'll be honest with you. I know Greg is probably gonna give it out to me for saying that, but I've never heard of him. So I, I've known him for years because he's he's a punk rocker, like he's just played in tons of crust and kind of real dark hardcore bands, and that's where he made his name. So like half my record collection was probably mastered, and he played on half of it as well. So I was delighted that he did it. Like yeah, you know, yeah, brilliant yeah. to know. No brainer. What's the name mentioned? The guy said it to me, he's like, Oh, Brad Boatwright, and I'm like, who? And I looked at the, his list, his discog, and I was like, Grand, yeah, 100 percent much whatever done in yeah. Yeah. And he's he's a subtle I think he's a subtle master engineer as well. Yeah, absolutely spot on, yeah. The dark arts, that stuff. Sometimes you get your record back from a master engineer and you go, they didn't fucking do anything. Yeah, yeah, you went back to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We had to go back to him what once or twice, but there was no nothing major, was it? Like, there was one song just clipping or something. But, yeah, yeah, that was it. It's probably not actually Brad sitting back with it. He's got. Yeah, I'm sure he has him. two or three other people with him. I'm sure he throws his ears at it, like. But uh, yeah, yeah. Master is yeah. I I find it uh, very. I don't know what's the word. It's a fucking. It's a strange one. Like you get it, you get a mix off somebody, you can hear immediately what they've done. The mix, mm-hmm. mixing levels, yeah. and you know, but mastering. Yeah. Any record I've ever got mastered, I, I have to sit with it for a long time and work out what has actually been done here, you know? Yeah. If anything. Mm. To, to take it from that step into yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's it is it is a weird one mastering. Like mm. it's 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 a it's a weird But he's great, I have to say he did a great job. He did indeed. Um Shapat reviewed it and I remember talking to Pat about it and I was just going, well, what do you think? And like the review he gave of it, lads, a master at work as well, to be fair. Yeah, that was cracking real. Thanks a million for that, Pat. No, I just know, but that's it is what it was. Like, you know, I literally wrote what I fucking heard and felt through the albums. It's, in, it's insane. I just really hope people appreciate it for what it is and, and take it in, you know, and take it on board. And I think they will, like, yeah. I mean, uh, from what I see, the feedback is, is pretty oh, good already. Oh, flatten its nose. We're going to go on. <laughs> not a chance, man. Not a chance. <laughs> not a chance. Not a chance. So, <laughs> I'm, so I'm going to play a track off it, lads, if you don't mind. And this is uh, Red Admiral. Cheers.
So that was the fantastic Red Admiral, an absolute fucking amazing song, lads. I'll, I'll just put you over to Pat yeah, there. Yeah, a beast of a track. Like, I mean, the perfect opener, if there was ever going mm. to be an opener to this album. Like, you know, it's the bass sounds fucking incredible. Like, it just yeah. rattles, rattles the ribcage. And Dave, I don't know, man, those, those vocals, like, you come and the Chino vibe is there, I have to say. Because the Chino vibe, <laughs> you know? But it's unreal, man. The, the, it, it it was always going to be the opening track, was it? That was never in doubt, I'd say. Ah, yes. It didn't take much debate. And anyway, much yes. Well, we more or less rehearsed them in that order. When, yes, I, okay. came in, when I came in, the lads were like, right, we, 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 we kind of had the order. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, they were written in a sequence on purpose. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, right, right. So if I was to read all the lyrics, so this will all tell one story, well, from start to finish, yeah. <laughs> and backwards as well. <laughs> what about the title, Red Admiral? So, yes, Dave, it's an awkward one, right? Because they were all working titles. Okay. And then Bones passed away, so we didn't want to change anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm. That's what you're saying. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I, I, I have a different story on that. <laughs> oh, let's um, hear it. Uh, the idea is, so if you look at uh, all the titles and the name of the record, they're all butterflies. Yeah, they're all butterflies. Yeah, I, mean, I know that. But, yeah. Yeah. And they all give a retrospective insight into certain aspects of rebirth and regrowth. Okay. Mm, right. so we ask the important questions here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love this. That's what this record means. <laughs> class. And what's your relationship with Argonauta Records? How did you come across them? I mean, they have some fucking bands on their roster. They contacted us. They, 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 they contacted us for, uh, it was after the split. So for whatever, whatever we were going to be oh. doing next, after the split, they contacted us. And for whatever reason, we decided, no, fuck it, we want to do it on our own, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then this time around, then, I contacted Jero to, to look for help, basically, with Monarch, you know? And it's worked out pretty good so far, you know? Yeah. yeah. And he's a, they're good guys to deal with, or, well, Jero. And what about the artwork, as for Monarch? Where, where, what's the inspiration behind that again? The artwork is all... And that was, was he prepared to be unnamed, or...? I don't know. So, <laughs> what are you laughing for? Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. <laughs> that work is uh, was created by my brother, uh, Alan Callahan. All right. It's uh, the piece is called End of Line, and it's just one of his pieces he had created, uh, and his idea behind it is the fact that it's how far. Can your consciousness go before you never come back? Okay. Or, or you can look at it as a man falling through a big vagina, whichever way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. The podcast would have came to an end there if I had a mouthful of beer. Jesus that, Christ. That'll be, be edited anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, on the serious side of the house, if that's the perception we have. Yeah, it's, it's a great album cover. I love it. I think yeah, it's it is fantastic. Yeah. Drug related, he didn't say that bit, but drugs, drugs, drugs. <laughs> Straight edge, Greg. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> and just before we go away from that, this album, looking back at, at your influences, you know, there's always a metal scene, obviously, will always influence you and everything else, whether it's the fucking 70s, 80s, 90s. Do you ever step outside of metal and take inspiration from it to bring into your own sound? Oh, well, yeah. well, well, well. <laughs> yeah, all the time. All the time. Good. Yeah, I mean, on the way here, I was listening to Hash Finger, some trip hop kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah, I was listening to a winged victory for the Sullen before the guys rocked up. Oh man, that's great to hear. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I listen to more CP. Brian Eno than I do listen to metal these days. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Am- ambient, weird shit. What were you? <laughs> so stuck in the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> you could be in worse places, anyway. That's for sure. The nineties is the worst. You know what though? It is. It really, it's the cliche. Like what you, when you're making heavy music and rehearsing it a few nights a week, and you're listening back to your demos and your tunes, and there's always yeah. this fucking racket in your ear. Sometimes you really do want to just go. Okay, I need to yeah. get away. I need to go somewhere yeah. else here. And yeah. like, I love the Cocktail Twins and the Pest Mode and the Cure and yeah, yeah, the 80s music as well is a massive influence for me. Uh, yeah. In everything I do, I don't. I don't want to get manifest itself. It doesn't come out. I don't. None of it sounds like that. But mm. definitely, um, I've heard Dave being in some of the reviews I read from. I don't know who who was giving it to you, but Dave, you've been compared to Tom York, yeah, um, Lane Stanley. Does that kind of annoy you more I than anything know, else? I'll tell you, there's a nod to Tom York in one of the songs, actually. Okay. Uh, didn't tell us. Oh, that. I didn't tell us. Yes, that. I, know, I fucking did. Because in Red Admiral, I've like a little nod to Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. Uh, but there's a nod to nobody in 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 really all the tunes the yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. So no, Tom York doesn't annoy me at all. Brilliant. Love it. Oh Jesus, Tom York's a, a talent and a half, man. Jesus. Oh, yeah. And again, I just happened to have that up in the wall for some yeah, reason. Yeah. 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 You no. change them regularly. Do you know that? <laughs> I do. I, I just go to ours on my fighting connection, wrong kingdom. I just pick up two there. <laughs> I think if you ask that question to any band, though, like yeah. you're a grindcore band and you say to this grindcore band, like, what, what music do you listen to? Oh, I listen to fucking Terrorizer and Napalm Death. Like, what are they going to sound like? They're yeah. going to sound yeah. like Terrorizer and Napalm Death. Nah. And yeah. if you ask us to say, well, what do you listen to? You listen to uh, Neurosis, Amonara. And fucking yeah, yeah. You yeah. <laughs> all the bands I don't listen to. <laughs> Judge claims that he's never heard Neurosis when I met him a few years ago. So all I play in the car now is Neurosis. Neurosis. To piss them off. <laughs> what was the other one recently you said you'd never heard of? You never listened to? Who was it? Don't remember. And we put them on, and you were like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I think he's afraid he'll get influenced by really good bands. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say it's all part of when you grow up as well. Is it your age? Like, I mean, as you mentioned, the eighties, nineties, we're all on the same age. I was fucking helpless, helpless. Old fellas, exactly. But, but I mean, it's ingrained in you at that stage because you grow up listening to it. Like, you can't. There's melodies in your head. You still fucking rattle off from the eighties. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's there, there's always that element. Okay, nothing is new. Mm. If, if you just you absorb your existence and your influence in your environment and you try to portray what you've experienced through that you know it's, it's and that, i think that says it all i mean there's nothing new under the sun no no but yeah you need to experience a lot in order to try and express something bigger if you experience little you experience you can't express anything yeah i think mm-hmm. it's fair to say like all of us 
have a hugely diverse taste in music. Mm. And, you know, it was kind of challenging to begin with trying to find, I mean, we the one thing we all have in common is that each one of us obviously deeply loves music and, uh, you know, so trying to find what gelled, what yeah. common ground, how, yeah. how that yeah. expressed yeah. itself because of all those influences, I suppose, you know, because we wanted to do it, we want to play music. You know, it's, what, it's what makes a band as well, I suppose, isn't it? Not everyone's fucking singing off the same hymn sheet, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, definitely. There is a couple of common bands, I think, that you guys all share. Like, you guys are into Acid Bats. Acid Bats. I can The three music is all, like, two of them. You know, like, you know yeah. that's probably a common denominator yeah. between them. I think two of shit. But, you know. <laughs> and he's never listened to them. I've never listened to them. I forced them to them the last Yeah, you made me listen to them. You know, we're on about influences and stuff. I'm just going to bring up your three video releases. Do you give the creative control to the person that's making the video or how much of an influence has the band in in relation they want to portray a certain song? Maybe we'll just talk about Gatekeeper, which is pretty grim. I know that's uh, Jacob Chariot of, of the Black Mod. Yeah. Uh, maybe talk about that one, so for example. He, he kind of, well, well, we got in touch with him anyway, and then um, he kind of asked us for what the song was about, basically, and some key words, you know what I mean? And he built the video around what we told him. And okay. it turned out fucking class. Like, you did, know? yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, he did work with God as an astronaut as well. I was surprised to see. Yeah. So, what did you do? Oh, yeah. Did you do a tour video for them or something? He did, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah he does some great fucking work. And Mecca Dunk, is he one of your mates? <laughs> that's, that's, uh, my, that's my brother. Okay. Okay. So that's a close relationship I have with him, obviously, <laughs> for many reasons and a lot of discussions and ins and outs. He could be considered probably the sixth member of Ram Kingdom at this stage. Yeah, he's, yeah. The way he says, the way he say, explains Ram Kingdom is, I don't know if I like this music. I have to listen to it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, come here, what about everybody else listening to it, lads? Are you going to be touring? Have you plans or what's, what's on the, the horizon with regards promoting Monarch. We have a good, we have a few gigs coming up, but we like, because we don't know what the crack is with the vinyl as of yet, we're reluctant to set like a release party or a release show and all that shit. So, nice. Uh, I know we have, we've the gig for Bones Fest, we're calling it, in Drada. You, you guys That's, have there already, didn't you? Sorry? That's the 11th of March, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We've that coming up. Um, we'll just give the line out shout for that, actually. Death mm-hmm. Leveller, Ocus, yourselves, Partelon, and Sensor. My God, what a fucking name. <laughs> seven and a half tons of beard as well. Oh, yeah. seven and a half tons of beard. Or my, my apologies. Yes. Yeah. That's in yeah. McHugh's, is it, lads? Yeah. 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 So that, that kind of rid us over the head this time of the year. Uh, Bones passed away in March mm. 21. And it was coming up to the two-year anniversary. And last year, we'd done a kind of like a, a private kind of enclosed kind of family kind of event. Yeah. And it was all kind of, you know, just playing all the music that he was involved with. So I, I kind of said to myself, I, 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 was, I, was on, I was playing for the whole thing for the two hours. And, I, and we put like about a month's work into that because we like with 16 musicians involved in it, trying to play music throughout all his the history that he'd been involved with and he'd played. And I personally, I, for me, I, I couldn't 
do that again because it was too emotionally kind of draining for yeah. So I said, right, okay, go bigger or go home, right? So I set up this little window. Um, <laughs> I tried to set it up to fail, to be honest. It was like, okay, you got we got two weeks of all these bands at the good venue in McHugh's and Drada, which is like one of the best venues in Drada. Uh, and also it goes against the grain of what Drada or McHugh's kind of does. And I went, Grant, hopefully someone will say no and I don't have to do answers. <laughs> I tried. But, but everybody said, yeah. And that was, uh, yeah. So the 11th of March, at the leveler, Ocus, Ram Kingdom. Heartland sensor and seven. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody said, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Yes. It was great. And then there's a few other things. There's one other thing booked, which we probably can't say at the minute. Yeah, because it's, it's not announced yet. Exactly. Yeah. I love yeah. saying that. It's real. It's <laughs> the final thing to say, isn't it? Yeah, but you do like them and don't the Cork lads, to be fair to you. We do, yeah. Mm. Well, are meant to be playing next week. I was meant to be coming to Cork on Saturday for this relapse festival. Kind of oh, up. yeah. Is oh, that cancelled, is it? Fucking cancelled at the last minute, yeah. The venue apparently put lots of demands onto the promoters that they just can't they can't meet these demands, whatever they are. So the whole thing's jacked. So the big <laughs> combination booked and lads yeah. time off work and the whole lot, you know. That's the bollocks, yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. It's a tough one when that happens because it's hard for people to get get time off and but yeah. Have you looked ahead of going outside of Ireland to tour and that's with the album? Is it? In, uh, in the piping around? Not yet, Pat. We no. really need to figure it all out, you know? Yeah. Especially, yeah. I don't know when the fucking vinyls are going to get here as well. Yeah. Like, the reason I say is because I think there's such a huge fan base for the outside of Ireland anyway. But if yeah. Ireland has a, has a fan base, don't get me wrong, like, but yeah. I just think, fuck it. We went to Belgium to do two gigs a good couple of years back and that mm. fucking blew our minds, you know? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Belgium seems to be the, the place to be at the moment. The, the, I'm the just thinking there, Matt, Matt. We're gonna we're gonna be over and dunk. We're gonna have to fucking put in a good word for the lads. We'll have to wear the wrong kingdom t-shirt for the weekend. The whole yes. weekend. Going yeah. the same t-shirts, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's May. So maybe you might have more more um, information in relation to what's actually happening at that time. So like, yeah. I'm serious. Like, I I have no problem, and I don't think Pat has either. Just to go to the fucking lads over. In Dunk and say, listen, Rome Kingdom are looking for a gig. <laughs> yeah, but look, I, I've had the Dunk lads on the show. Like, I mean, I've had the, the two main men, the, the two owners of Dunk on. So, what's the chap's name? It begins with a W. Vote. You, you, yeah, you're testing good. me now how to pronounce it. Aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vote, yeah. Great guy, like, and a great, fucking amazing festival, lads. I mean, you're made for it. So, Myself and Richie will definitely be throwing your name around. Absolutely. 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 It's good as well. Festivals are great for the likes of us and Mm. all the older bands because you can kind of just go and do a two or three day stint at a fest and you're in, you're flying in, you're not bringing back line, you're not touring in a van, you're not doing that kind of old school stuff because that's really, really difficult for for any band on this island. Mm. Get in a van ferry it over to fucking the UK, down into France, and then you're in Holland and Belgium and Germany, whatever. Once you're there, I suppose you're there, but it's just gone so expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we we would go kind of regularly enough to the UK, and we've gone to Europe a good few times with the other band, Ocus. And even mm-hmm. that's becoming increasingly more difficult for us to do. I think yeah. the last thing we did, we just flew into, flew into the UK and just played a couple of festivals. Yeah. And we were gone on the Monday on a Ryanair flight home, 25 euros or whatever it is. And yeah. 
just seems to be the way. And if you're not signed to a big label who's really, really pushing you to go on a three-week tour of Europe as mm. a sport, maybe with a bigger band, which that would be ideal at some point down the line, but yeah. it's, it's really, really tough to get away for any longer than a few days. But I noticed actually a lot of bands are getting together, maybe three or four of them. Yeah. We say three or four British bands and they're touring together for yeah. five or six days solid. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. And you won't see for a year. Yeah. Yeah, because basically the cost, as you said, everybody works. Everybody's yeah. a fucking job, you know? So, yeah. Mm. yeah, times have changed, man. It's fucking wicked expensive, like. I mean, even petrol, diesel, whatever, it's just yeah. prohibitive, like driving renting, hundreds of miles. Renting the bloody uh, vehicle. backline and vehicle as well. Yeah, it's, mm. it's crazy. And, and have any of you got a van or anything like that, lads, just for even Irish purposes? Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Used on the regular. <laughs> Mark is a piano tuner in his day job. Yeah. Oh. Not joking. That's the truth. It's a big like a joke, actually. I thought it was a joke. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's judging you. Nobody's judging you. <laughs> so he's a huge fan. Pat, <laughs> <laughs> have you got your three questions then to put the lads under pressure? Go on. I have, lads. We wrap up with three questions there just for the left. For the okay. Go for it. Go for it. All right. Here we go. What musician, lads, or band would you like to hear? Do a cover version of Run Kingdom track. Oh, fucking hell, Jesus. Yeah. PJ Harvey. Oh, nice. Oh, oh yes. Fuck. That's a great answer, man. A great answer. Yeah. <laughs> Who oh. came up with that? PJ, <laughs> just there, there now. <laughs> no, I didn't. Your lips are moving, but there was no sound. <laughs> Jokes. That's it. That's the perfect answer, Pat. Next Absolutely. question. Absolutely. Yeah, there's no, there's no Brilliant. fucking change in that. Brilliant. Um, what movie, lads? What movie or series would you like to hear one of your tracks appear on? The last oh. one. Copenhagen Cowboy. Dark. Copenhagen <laughs> Cowboy. And, what the fuck? <laughs> a Nicholas Winden Rapman movie. Yeah. You're nice. Yeah. You know Dark, the Netflix one? Where is it? Dark, the German show on Netflix. I don't know. No. I've seen it advertised, but I haven't watched it. No. Okay. Oh, that's a good show. Ben, ben, this guy called Ben Frost does the soundtrack work for it. Okay. Another show that has just come out called 1899 as well. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I saw 1899. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The music in that had Ray Peak from Lancome, and he's, yeah. he's an amazing sort of dark electronic ambient composer. I'd love to see him do something yeah, for that. I love Phil. Yeah. Remix, remix around Kingdom Tune. Yeah, Tune on next, next season of Dark would be cool. <laughs> the fourth season where nobody knows what's going on. Pat, those questions are too easy. Like, they're fucking Fuck knocking it, it out of the park. Get them on the third one, surely. That's third one's too fucking easy altogether. Yeah. Give, me, give me the name of a band, lads, that needs to be witnessed live. If you were to promote somebody, who was it? Individually. Sorry, what was the question, Pat? Sorry. It was give me the name of a band that needs to be witnessed live. A band that you tell someone you have to fucking see these guys. Do we have no. to have seen them live ourselves? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I would take the first one. And then uh, I, I 100%. Yeah. Okay. I think, Dave, sorry. Do you really to go and see them? I don't know whether you did or not. Nation. Were they playing Dan Nation? No. I can't no. remember. We put it up on, you put it up on Facebook. Who should I go see or whatever? And I told you to. Can't okay. Be. I don't. I don't listen to Amen Rap, but I've seen them th- live three times, and it's an absolute experience. Yeah. Recommend anybody, and the fact that they couldn't play Cork again, and bro, yeah. paranoid fucking decent promotions felt the shit. It's just terrible. Like, mm. I, yeah. that, that Amen Rap playing Ireland. If it ever, if you ever get a chance, oh. you can see Amen Rap guys. 
do it. Do Jesus, it. Jesus, you have to travel to see them. They're they're yeah, insane. They're they're insane. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's Dave ticked off. Come on. Greg. I, I I'll or say Andrew. uh Jacob. Oh man, yeah. I saw them in New Zealand. Amazing. Jesus. Solace is one of the greatest albums ever. Yeah, it's fucking bracket. Yeah. 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 And they were great live. Okay. So many. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if I was to pick one, it would be Godspeed your Black Emperor. Right. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Fair enough. Absolutely That's a fucking fucking yeah. just ridiculous experience. Like how often have you seen it right? once? Once. Yeah, let's see. Oh, twice. 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 Just. I don't know what it is. It does. It does just everything in there from the most fucking. Most minimal sort of ambient. Yeah. To. It's talking crescendo to blow your mind. You know what I mean? And I was. The last time I seen them, I was coming from Donegal and I drove from Donegal all the way to um, Vicar Street to see them with the Mm. missus. And we're really hungover. We've been at a wedding for like three days. <laughs> did that did that contribute to the experience? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I was feeling a little, oh God, you know, when you're driving and you shouldn't be. And I remember, <laughs> I remember sitting watching them, and both of us were like close to tears at one point. It was just yeah. ridiculous. Mm. I can't wait to see them again. Yeah, yeah. It's a band I have to see, actually. Yeah. Beat that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I second save on uh, Eamon Ra, but just sitting there thinking about it. To be honest with you, I've had a shit ton of gigs. I've been the one that that still really resonates with me was Yob. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. That was unfucking believable. Yeah, yeah. Really. It's it's it was a gig of the year. Whatever year it was, yeah. They yeah. just his heart, the band's heart was just in the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying it was fucking bring the fucking ceilings down like the, the yeah. power behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculously yeah. heavy, like unbelievably heavy, yeah. Unbelievably it's heavy. Scared nice. to say, Pat, they fucking destroyed your questions. Like <laughs> <laughs> one dumb answer were, that like we could take them to task yeah. over. Like they were almost pre-rehearsed almost. Did you give them the bad. questions? Yeah. Did you okay. give them the questions in advance? Great answers, that's great answers. Great answers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really was. Nice. So listen, lads, we just wish you the best with the new album, Monarch. Anything we can help with, we'd gladly do it. We're starting with this interview as soon as the vinyl is coming in and as, as soon as more tour dates are announced or if there's anything else, be sure to contact us and we'll gladly help you no matter what. Like, yeah, so listen, lads, thanks again for coming on the show. Thanks again, Pat, for joining me on this. You can listen to Rome, Kingdom, Dave, Andrew, Greg, and Mark. And crucially, support your local medicine. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Nice one. Nice one.